Greetings and welcome to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Cal- calm, clam ch- <sighs> calm, chowder. calm chowder, calm uh, <laughs> <laughs> chowder, or salmon chowder, crab or lobster, and oysters or mussels. Stick around to find out. I, I fucked this. I fucked this up last time too. Uh, I should keep that in. Stick around to find out our thoughts. Stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more. My name's Jake. I'm Brandon, and I'm Matt. And this is qualified nonsense. Qualified nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship. So we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Qualified (laughs) Nonsense. We want to open things up by letting you get to know us a little better by sharing one or two good things we've consumed recently. Jake, what did you enjoy this past week? I have been consuming free classes from learn.microsoft.com, all about different Microsoft products that you can become administratively familiar with. So things like Azure AD, which is what many companies used as their identity and application resource. Um, and I am studying to become an, a systems administrator and it's free and it's interesting. And, um, I, the, the, I, I will say the certificates are not free. You have to take an exam and earn a certificate for, you know, to become a, an administrator, but the learning element is free. And so I've been taking a lot of classes about that. Not terribly interested in, if you're not into that sort of thing, but if you are check it out. Do you receive Thanks. a good plug a certificate or anything or uh a... yeah you can't basically there's a, a bunch of different levels of um um you, you know there's like beginner intermediate and expert level certificates in a variety of different elements of like microsoft products um uh, like they're they're like enterprise products like... not like uh like word and excel that sort of thing Although I, I bet they Could do you just have... take the class and print out a certificate from like Google images or something. You, I mean, you could, but like, how do they verify that you've gotten these certificates? Like if you present it to your potential employer, I mean, I'm sure there's probably a way Microsoft yeah, I think offers like a B2B sort of background or, you know, behind the scenes verification type. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty um it's pretty well recognized as being like it's it's um like a lot of people have it. Um it's not terribly difficult to get uh, assuming that you've done the the stuff, so I guess it would be easy enough to fake, but um have you gotten any of your certificates yet? Funny enough, I haven't. Um but I've been doing a lot of studying and um I intend I intend to be certified over the next several weeks in a couple of uh, Azure related products. 
It also seems like one of those things where it'd be pretty obvious if you were bullshitting that they they catch you right away. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm just saying if you wanted to take if you wanted to take the classes and you're like, "Uh, I really only have the resources to take the class, but not pay for the test. Mm -hmm. Sure. No, I mean, that's totally reasonable. In in which case you would say like, like. I attended. Yeah, I I attended the classes or I've I've taken classes in in Azure. Not an expert per se yeah. An yeah i am paper, going for the but... uh, i am i yeah <laughs> i am going for the the actual certificates because i do need that for some of the some of the jobs that i'm looking at just because it'll be much easier to to get in the door because i don't know if you guys know this but um resumes go through software now um oh yeah all the keywords and so so keywords have to have to pop as it were. And if they don't, you get a, well, sometimes you don't get notified or you get a friendly automated email that's like, thanks, but GTFO. So. Yeah. They were, I mean, they were doing that for a while when, uh, I had a, I was a lead of a team at the bank in 2014. And we would, we would, we would only get resumes that HR gave to us. that was automatically, pointed through a system yeah already filtered and out. if we yeah if we wanted anything outside of that we had to specifically ask to like turn all these filters off got it yeah i mean that makes sense um but yeah that's what that's what i've been up to what about nice. you boys brandon um mine this week is uh the other night i went to another one of the fellini movies at the art house theater so nice. I saw some black and white Italian cinema. I saw the movie Knights of Cabiria, which is from 1957. It's uh, about a prostitute in Rome who um, just kind of uh, has a hard time in life, but makes the best of it. And uh, it was really good. It, it, um, that movie won Best Foreign Language uh the Oscar for best foreign language film that year. So, Oh, wow. Um, I, you said it was black and white, but then you said 1957 and I'm trying to Mm -hmm. think when were movies predominantly no longer in black and white. Do you know? Um, well, like, I feel like that's about that time. 1960 and that was uh, black and white, but, um, I, I think at that point it probably was a choice um yeah i know color color film was more expensive so sure depending on the budget uh but i yeah that's a good question i i would guess probably yeah late 50s early 60s when it really switched over yeah that's what i would have guessed also i i mean i I guess we do have the internet we could look this up but i like pontificating on these (laughs) these i mean there, there were color movies you know in the 30s so uh but it was, you know, like like Wizard of Oz was, you know. Um, wasn't that like color? That. Wasn't that retroactive color though? Like, didn't they paint the film? Um, well, I don't. Well, maybe. Well, no, I don't think so because there's actually, I know a, there, the scene where she there's a, a movie coming out actually um, from Christopher Nolan soon called Oppenheimer uh, about the. Mm-hmm. what's his name uh let's see robert oppenheimer 
Yeah, I'm just trying to I was trying to like narrow down his first name. Uh, you know, the the grandfather of the atomic bomb, but they actually filmed part of the movie in a uh a camera that was reproduced to the specs of how they used to film atomic bombs. So it was like thousands mm. of frames per second. Uh I found that kind of interesting that they're like reproducing old equipment to replicate in modern day well in, yeah interesting I in wonder if that uh, also wizard of oz a stylistic oh go ahead Brent. In, in wizard of oz the scene where she opens up her front door and there's mm-hmm. all, like the inside of her house is black and white and then the outside is color was a in-camera shot so they painted everything to look black and white inside the house and had a stand-in for judy garland wearing black and white looking clothes and makeup and everything and then oh. they open the door pan and everything's in color and then judy garland steps from behind the camera in her full colored costume and so it's like a it, you can see you can watch gifs of it online but it's really neat to watch like it's an all in camera special effect i like that stuff i like uh yeah yeah i like i like old old camera trickery mm-hmm. nice but anyway, uh, Matt. <laughs> uh, mine is much less interesting than any of your guys's. Uh, I found a a live feed of Blink 182's performance at Coachella, and it's been forever since I've seen them. Uh, probably high school. And <laughs> part of the thing I know we have this on an upcoming episode. Uh, we have we received a question about cancel culture. Uh, I just found it funny because they they opened up with one of their songs called Family Reunion and they discussed cancel culture throughout their set um, because back in the day they were <laughs> they would they would have definitely been canceled today. But uh, for example, the lyrics to Family Reunion, which is what they opened up their set with, are uh, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd and twat. Uh, they just keep repeating that. Uh, I don't know. It was an interesting walk down memory lane of these guys that are, uh, you know, pushing 50 and people I used to really enjoy watching. And, you know, Coachella is currently happening. So it was the start of their new tour and their reunion. And I, I enjoyed a little walk down memory lane. I saw something online about them, um, you know, like taking the stage and the and the crowd going nuts. Uh, but that's that's pretty cool. It was intense. I it was a lot of people. You know, it was a lot of people enjoyed. our age. A lot of people. Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of people older than us. Was, there was a lot of people younger than us. Um, and you know, they, <laughs> yeah, like I said, they they called it out pretty heavily throughout their set of, like, um, they were really trying. They're trying to get on the internet some way or another. <laughs> but see us. That's what I got. <laughs> Especially when you open up with a song like that. Yeah. Right on. Well, with that, why don't we take ourselves a short little break and we'll be right back with listener questions. And we're back. First question comes to us from Jenny in Portland, Oregon. Jenny writes, Hello. I've been getting into fantasy tabletop gaming lately, namely D&D, and have been having fun thinking about the concept of a familiar. 
I've asked my husband and friends uh, this, and it has turned into a fun thought experiment that gives good insight into a person's life. If you had a familiar, which tasks in your life would you have them handle? Would you have them do things for you that you don't do now? I'm interested to hear your answers. Thanks. I, I like this uh, question a lot. <laughs> the I, I like these sorts of thought experiments. Matthew? My my only uh my only context would be like with vampires. Right? That's the only my, that's the only thing I know familiar to be, right? Doesn't a vampire have a mortal that wants to become a vampire? Uh so they're always doing the tasks that they don't want to oh. do or whatever, you know, like bring me humans and mm-hmm. shit like that to feed on. Oh, interesting. Well, like yeah, like Renfield uh is Dracula's familiar or uh yeah. Um, or yeah, I think of like what in, we do in the like, shadows. Like fantasy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, in fantasy, there's uh, aren't they usually animals? Like, uh, yeah, I think they can be. You, you, did you guys read the Golden Compass books? I did. They not. have things that are more or less like familiars. Um, and when they're when when you're like an adolescent, like when you're young up through adolescence, your animal changes constantly or can change constantly, and then it sort of like becomes something that matches your life once you get to be like once like puberty hits they like stop changing and then you become sort of like that like a person in relation to your familiar it's a i mean it's a great book series you should check it out because it's it it asks a lot of fun philosophical questions in the the lens of an exciting story but um i feel like i haven't thought about the vampire familiar that's pretty to anyone Uh, not, not to throw ourselves under the bus, but we were teenagers at one point and I feel like every group of friends has somebody that's a hang around that wants to be part of a group, right? So it's like, oh, I've, you know, I always wanted to be part of the drama kids. Not that anybody, I don't think anybody ever really ever says that. I want to be part of like the popular kids or I want to be part of, we had a friend, we had, well, I don't want to say friend. We had a familiar that hung around that only ever wanted to be. And we were kind of rude to him. Like we would always, you know, ask him to do things. We'd ask him to show up to places and we didn't show up to, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like this is kind of applicable to, to, to more to more than. Um, <laughs> That's interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought of him as a familiar, but I, I get the idea that that it was you know like who a, i'm talking about though i guess so i was that thinking of this at least sure yeah no 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 for sure um well here's here's a few definitions uh, i'm looking at these on wikipedia so this person pierre rifford says a familiar that's spirit, just usually what i have to tell the uh, i have to tell the ladies demon <laughs> personal totem stop getting so familiar uh, Oh right, yeah. No, spirit for sure, companion man. is a double, the alter ego of an individual. <laughs> it does not look like the individual concerned, even though it may have an independent life of its own. It remains closely linked to the individual. A uh, familiar spirit can be an animal or animal companion. So, I would not. So, for uh, me what's personally, his, what's his I don't. Star think... Wars. Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, salace, the salace, yeah, the salacious crumb little, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess oh, a familiar oh, would be thing, yeah. basically like a servant or. A <laughs> well, know. I mean, it 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 could yeah. be. I I feel like, um, 
Well, what would yeah. Jake? What would you I have your I'm, familiar? I, I, like, okay, I'm, so we I'm, obviously I'm, have different ideas. What would your no, familiar do? Sure. Um, just be a companion. I I think I'm stuck on the the golden compass uh, idea of a familiar, which is like basically like a like a, a very close, um, mentally linked sort of companion that you can be honest with and bounce ideas off of, and it's more like um uh uh like a conscious conscience a conscience um, this also says that, in european folklore uh when they served witches they were often thought to be malevolent but when working for cunning folk they were often considered benevolent although there was some ambiguity in both cases the former were often categorized as demons while the latter were more commonly described of as and described as fairies the main purpose of familiars was to serve the witch providing protection for them as they came into their new powers interesting i think in in the golden compass they were called demons but they weren't like demonic as it were or like as we define demonic um but yeah for for me for 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 my familiar i would want them to be some sort of like agile animal that would be sort of like um a monkey on my shoulder sort mentally of, linked sort of situation to? yeah that that like i could just be like it just like be my buddy i don't think i would do i would i don't think i would have it do specific tasks it might do like convenient tasks as in like i can't reach that get that for me sort of thing but nothing like do the dishes you know what i mean <laughs> like that seems fucked up <laughs> but that's but that's 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 where my brain goes. What about you guys? I mean, I, I probably would have them do things that I just don't feel like doing. Like, I, I really don't like shopping, like grocery shopping. So I would probably yeah, have yeah. them like do that, like run errands for me and just sort of yeah, sort of be an errand boy. <laughs> I actually have a familiar right now and it's called Instacart. <laughs> No. that's true yeah like the uh yeah gig economy makes uh regular folk feel like rich folks like they have all these servants yeah. working for them but uh yeah, i guess for me i would be, it would be similar or, along those lines yeah. like you're striving to be something or do something or achieve like you're looking for a promotion right but i also could kind of see like uh as as both of you were talking i was thinking of um dobby from harry potter the house elf right so he's i guess that would be considered familiar too but some might also say slave <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> or like it, it i mean if they are like demons or whatever you could have them like rob banks for you or commit evil nice. deeds like, nice. uh, or or just like stuff like unpleasant tasks that you have like giving bad news to people or whatever like that'd be uh, hey i called <laughs> you in here actually um my demon has something to tell you <laughs> i'm yeah, gonna go get with my familiar <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's just called middle management yeah that'd be kind of funny if like yeah, like I wish a, I had middle management. <laughs> a middle manager at work, like they were just referred to as familiars. They <laughs> <laughs> just come like hobbling in with one leg, and like ah, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if your what if your uh, familiar was like, you know what, Brandon? I don't like doing 
grocery shopping anymore. Like what? It, like it's that's um, that makes it scary. <laughs> as soon as you, as soon as that that um, a familiar like creature or a demon like creature um, becomes sort of like independent and like feels like done dirty or something, that makes it super scary. Like well, I haven't. Me seen it yet but isn't that what the the new movie renfield is about is uh like renfield standing up yeah. to dracula wait i didn't he, even know yeah that so nicholas nicholas cage is playing dracula and that's renfield but he can take he has like these um they're they're not pills but they're like little bugs that he can eat and he gains superpowers to like yeah, help he protect eats, dracula. Uh, flies and bugs and things but he starts attending. Um, huh. He starts attending like these group therapy sessions, and he says he's in an abusive relationship. And they ask him to stand up to him, and then Dracula like That's shows up too. <laughs> hilarious. Uh, Nick Cage, what an underrated uh, weirdo. Um, and also the guy who plays Renfield, Nicholas Holt. He's 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 a little bit cringy to watch, but I think he does a really great job at all the stuff he does. Wasn't he the guy? He was the guy in uh, in the menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, and some other stuff, obviously. But he was one of the. Um, he was in Mad Max Fury Road. Is one of the. I don't know. I forget. Oh, what he did a great job at that. That's right. Where he like oh, spray man. painted his teeth. And he's like, yeah, shiny and chrome, and like or whatever. Yeah. That was a oh man, what a great movie that was! <laughs> what a what a theater yeah. experience. Yeah, I saw that twice in the theater. It's a pretty good slot machine oh, man, too. So good. There's a Mad Max Fury Road slot machine. Oh yeah, yep. And it's the same thing when you hit the bonus. It's that guy, and he's like huffing his like his little uh his little like <laughs> thing, and he's like, yeah. "Let's go." I guess the only thing I was gonna like question into having familiars is uh is like is it a relationship thing too because like as people um i have a few friends that are actually polyamorous uh and it's like is a could a familiar be associated with like another partner or is it strictly is it strictly a a, a person like to do things a... for well you? i i um, uh, I don't know the the idea for me makes it sort of like because it's like lives in fantasy it's like sort of fantastical do you think that are you saying that could a familiar be like could you be romantically involved with a familiar or is it I, yeah I think probably yeah <laughs> um I mean, I guess that's what, what do I have for you? <laughs> that, although, well, yeah, I mean, could you? I don't know. Well, you just said, like, like Jake, a... you want to be mentally, you want to be mentally connected to it. And when you were talking, I was like, could that? I mean, are, I thought you were talking about potentially Anna. No, for okay. a minute. Sorry, that's I don't want to use names. Your partner for a, a minute. You know, it's like with the way I heard you describing. It, I was like, well, that sure, could be a wife yeah, no, I guess, I guess. That way you can mentally say like, Jesus Christ, to have sex without no, saying because you're I mentally I, connected to. Um, I wasn't thinking of it like that, but there's no reason why you can't because the emphasis being fantasy, like not as in like like sexual fantasy, but like fantasy is in like, you know, you can you can. 
no. job, Matt. We'd always That's make it about that. What I what I meant is that you could that <laughs> that, that it can be always sort of in the gutter. Your own adventure, like the the how how you define that sort of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think it could be. I wasn't thinking of it like that. But. Now I got you getting. Now, now, now I got now you doubting yourself. Know about my familiar. <laughs> what you want your familiar to do for you tonight? I mean, it, it's a made-up thing, yeah, so you, you can make yeah, it whatever you, you want. You know? so, is it? <laughs> is it? Because I like. I would assume. Like I would also say. I mean, look at dominatrix and stuff like that. They they. Oh no! They tell I think, you what to so do. So I think right. Wouldn't that make and, you a okay? So in in that regard, I I think we are getting off a little bit because I think um. Nice. Here we go. Uh, Ooh, yeah, the, the, I think the idea of a familiar <laughs> is there's some sort of supernatural connection between you, whether it be that you created this being or that you in some way have like a like a magical control over. Um, is that and Jenny, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. But I think that's I think that's the idea of a familiar because like for instance like um, Ren Renfield for Dracula I think there's some sort of like magical seduction that Dracula is engaging in with that person to make them sort of intoxicated with their presence blah 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 right well which is because he I mean he's a vampire right he can sure tra- he put could put people into a trance. Right. Well, Matt, not all of us have the ability to put just random people into a trance like you can and make them do your bidding. <laughs> all right. Let's. Well, if you want to know how, send us a DM <laughs> on our socials. I'll tell you. <laughs> Got to start using such phrases like. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Matt's the game. Jenny, let us know what you and your friends came up with. I'd be anyway. interested to hear. <laughs> Yeah. Clearly, I was way off. So, good question. <laughs> oh, this one's, oh, it's a uh, sex slave. That's a oh, sex slave. I know. Slave. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the, the What's next, our next question about next cats question. and dogs? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's it... about bestiality. Yeah, it does uh, require a little, little less context. So, well, if it's your dog, uh, <laughs> Jeff in Louisville, Kentucky. Right. I grew up with cats. My kids want a dog. You all talked about having animals on the pod, and I'm desperate for your qualified guidance. Cat, dog, goat, what should I do? <laughs> well, if we're talking about having sex with one of them, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> a goat would be a real thrill. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, Jared Louisville, Kentucky. Monkey. I'm curious. Um, they want a dog. I mean, that's fine. I, my kids are asking currently for a cat and my wife and I absolutely mm-hmm. despise cats. So we're just saying, guess what? Yeah. No cats. But you guys have a dog. Just not doing it. We have a dog and our dog is like the perfect mixture because it sleeps more than a cat, but it doesn't also like have claws and fuck up your furniture and it doesn't spray and it doesn't shit inside. And Brendan, I mean, no offense by any of this, by the way. Um, it's just like cats are not our thing. Uh, yeah, we just don't you want cats. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but we have a dog that has all the good attributes <laughs> of a cat. 
<laughs> we just have we have we have a dog that encompasses all the things that uh matches our lifestyle i'll say i'll say that ready to lay down for a nap when you know when we're kind of laying down um but also ready to go for a walk if we stand up and pick up the leash a That's goat a... i mm, i don't know is goat a joke answer or were they were joke question or were they legitimately asking because i, I do think if you had a, a yard a goat would be kind of nice yeah. you wouldn't have to mow as I've often had goats, or goats are fun like they eat everything or anything they eat like aluminum cans and all kinds of shit your shirts they they definitely eat clothes so invest in some no not an inside animal yeah it's not an inside animal for sure unless we're talking like are we talking about like yeah. one of those like pygmy but, goat things that are super yeah, cute but, but even are like yeah, a predator but, but to them, everything they goats i will say goats everything. get kind of smelly and i don't know if i don't know if goat is real or you know people have like uh uh, uh, what are those little pigs? Um, um, yeah, the teacup pot belly, the little teacup piggy dudes. Those are cute, and people have those inside. I wouldn't necessarily, but um, don't I would I... say, yeah. I mean, look at the uh, do some do some research as to like what your what what does your family do? Are your family active? Do you need like a little terrier dog or a husky or something that needs a lot of exercise you're in louisville kentucky and i'm going to generalize here but maybe you have some property um get a dog mm-hmm. that can roam jake you had you had great pyrenees Indeed. they like to roam um you know if you have space and you know you don't we rented uh at my grandparents property after they passed away we actually rented a goat because it, the landscaping needed a bunch of work and we just left it outside tethered up and mm-hmm. it ate like you said, it eats everything. So, pros and cons. Well, Jake, you you have uh, chickens, right? So, how do you feel if somebody has a, a yard? Uh, how do I you mean, feel about that? yeah, chickens are great. Like they they make, um, they scratch up yards pretty good. So, like they, you know, they give back in a way. Like they they poop and fertilize, and chicken shit is a really good fertilizer but they do make a little bit of a mess. So as long as you're okay with having a yard that has some scattered, uh, chicken feces, then, um, you know, it's great. I let them out. I let them out all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, so, uh, you know, what Matt said, I think was a, a really solid point is what sort of life do you lead, um, and do some investigation on breeds, certainly for the dog department. I, I can't say that I know a ton about cats. I've never really had cats. <clears throat> um, I, uh, yeah, I, I grew up with dogs. So my familiarity is with dogs. My brother got a, um, an Australian shepherd, which is a lot of fun. Um, but their energy output is significant. So they're always out having to walk them. Well, getting to walk them like they enjoy it. They like getting out and walking them, but it is a, a a task that they need to perform in order to keep the dog interested and active um, or rather interested in, in not like tearing apart the house or whatever. Um, I'm trying to think of other animals. I would say we actually I actually have a, a, a lesson in not in getting a breed that is best for you is super important because when we we're living in an apartment and building our home. We got an Australian cattle dog and it had its own issues with aggression outside of needing to be exercised. And we didn't do any research on it. So we had this 
dog that just wanted to be worked in an apartment and i feel terrible about it to this day so do your research on i mean cats are i i don't feel like there's much difference between like what you want it to look like brandon correct me if i'm wrong yeah i mean it's pretty much just uh, patterns on the fur or smush face or not then that's <laughs> yeah right, but i mean there's no cats out there like no need to go herd things or oh i see what you mean behaviorally um no ghosts Unless, like right. you goats, have like goats, a lion or something <laughs> well yeah but yeah specifically with dogs no do your research yeah, I, well, I mean, Jeff is, uh, he grew up with cats, so you know what cats are like, and, and yeah, it depends on, like, what they said, um, what your lifestyle is. Do you want, you know, a little toy dog or, you know, a big work dog? And and one thing that your, you can definitely do um, with both cats and dogs and any animal is there's a level of, um, <clears throat> you know, obviously responsibility that comes with owning an animal and um, depending on how old your kids are getting them involved with that, I think is, is admirable. And if you can convince them to, you know, if, if a dog is in the cards, then make, make sure it's a shared responsibility that way. um, That way every, everyone can participate in the, the, the joys and the, you know, and also the work that goes into having animals. I would also just to encourage uh, yeah. adopt, don't shop uh, for an animal. Agreed. But other than that, I, I think you you should probably yeah just assess your your own lifestyle, your own environment. Um, are you in a house, an apartment? Uh, is your house noisy? Are your kids noisy? You know, you probably don't want to dog that gets really scared of that or gets agitated by a lot of noise um or if you have a really quiet household you probably don't want a really rambunctious um, dog for my own so. edification for for cats so. i think you said already that that breed the differences in breeds don't really matter a ton as as far as you're aware um but are there any other things like like positives or negatives that you find with cats brandon i know you love your cats um i mean the the thing i i do like about cats is they are pretty uh independent um our, our cats are actually really affectionate they like um they like attention and affection so uh, but I, I know not every cat is like that so um but uh <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it's uh, they're, they're pretty easy. I mean, they do, you know, you, you have the litter box. You can't, um, unless you have an outdoor cat, which I don't really recommend unless you have like a farm and a barn for them to stay in or something. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't think you should be letting your cats outside, but uh, you, you'll have to, you know, clean up their poop and stuff in the litter box. So um, they are prone to mm. throwing up. Yeah. from time to time but so speaking of outside cats um, I, I have a neighbor that's got a couple of cats that but, just roam around the neighborhood and we like birds and they take 
take take out birds every once in a while, which is kind of a bummer. But I was coming home like uh, a couple days mm-hmm. ago and I saw a cat walking across the street and I was like, is that a, did they have kittens? Uh, like, cause I thought it was carrying a kitten in its mouth. And I was like, that's a big ass kitten. <laughs> and it was a full ass gray squirrel, like a giant, like a big old gray squirrel. And I was like, wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> like, I know, I know cats are quick, but squirrels are quick too. I feel like, and that's, that's no small Last, feat. When, uh, growing up, we did have outside cats and, um, they would bring in dead birds and bats. Uh, bats and snakes and stuff all how, the time how metal do you have yeah. to be to be like <laughs> that's impressive I'm get that <laughs> that flying motherfucker uh, yeah bats are like really they're really darty too they don't much have they don't yeah. have much stop in their motion it's interesting yeah um you you say the thing about the the birds though uh Reminds me, this has nothing to do with pets, but last summer we were sitting outside on our patio and we heard like all this like squawking and movement in the, we have a bunch of rhododendrons and stuff in the back and a bunch of noise in the bushes. And there was a hawk going after a blue jay, (laughs) trying to kill a blue jay. And uh, yeah, it, it ended up like going into a bush, but then it was like camped out. The Yikes. hawk was like just waiting for it to leave the bush to, you know, it was kind of crazy. You don't really see birds of prey go after. I saw birds, a sad video know. on the onlines. One, somebody yeah. had those, uh, had one of those little, I forget what they're called, like little flying squirrels, but they're, they're smaller. They're like, ah, uh, they've got a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those. And like the basically they threw him up in the air and it was gliding back and it was halfway back and a and some bird of prey just went whoop and grabbed it out of the sky. It's like oof. <laughs> I can't say that I'm uh much of a birder, but I did get a hummingbird feeder about six months ago and I just hung it up for shits and gigs. And we now have four consistently, sometimes five, hummingbirds, and I didn't like mm-hmm. I can now find myself identifying their sounds and learning yeah, about they them. Do. They, they uh, put it away. Fuckers eat, but uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know how territorial they are. Um, learn like learning their sounds, learning they're yeah. the only bird that can fly backwards, which is kind of interesting. That, that um, <laughs> I saw somebody tweet something that was like, "It's like when you're younger, like you." don't even realize birds exist and then you reach a certain age and it's like who is that a red warbler or whatever <laughs> that's pretty funny there is a there is a sound in in it's kind of true at my folks's house that i associate with home that i you know i knew was a bird um but i never thought about it coming from a specific kind of bird until uh i think it was not this last time but the time before last that i visited home and anna was like oh that's a that's a um oh shoot what it's a it's a thrasher not a thrasher a a thrush of some kind um and and to have a name to go with the sound that i know like as as like a childhood sound is really bizarre (laughs) it like threw me for a loop i was like oh that's a, I know, I now know what makes that, that noise. Um, yeah, it's well, called getting older. <laughs> My withered what? face remind you of the grim specter of death. Well, Jeff. Anyway, well, uh, Jeff. 
<laughs> good luck on your decision making. Yeah, let us know what you end up going with. Or, uh, you know, watch goldfish. him end up with or like a, talk about he aquariums. Up, yeah. yeah, he like ends up with a, a iguana or something. <laughs> yeah, terrarium really stink up your house. Oh, just the it's so funny. You said dragon, dragon really My fit just our, got one our lifestyle. I was walking around with it yesterday, showing everybody, showing the kids and stuff. I just I don't understand. I don't understand the no. reptile. It's not your bag. Fascination. <laughs> they're disgusting uh, fucking gross all right you heard it here first jeff you don't want a snake reptiles don't you get a reptile they're <laughs> fucking disgusting no nope. <laughs> they are anyway 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 best of luck jeff and why don't we take our second break and we'll return with the lightning round And we're back. Lightning round. Oh. There it is. A little, little off on that one. I can feel it in my plums. <laughs> um, this is the lightning round. The uh, part of the episode where we go around and ask each other three questions, spending one to two minutes on it, oftentimes more. Hey, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Finish this. Finish the phrase. The weight of my heart is Jesus. through my chest. <laughs> hmm. How morbid <laughs> and very literal. <laughs> I can only wait for the other two questions that have any sort of vagueness to them. No, I, I would say um, probably through laughter to be uh, to give a real answer. Oh, so oh, your belly, oh. ah, big mm-hmm. belly laugh. Okay, not your chest, mm. silly. Uh, Jake, it's either the through my heart sass is. or through like food, my, my tummy, Matthew, the weight of my heart is, oh, which my we know is going to be doing sexual. whatever I tell him to do. <laughs> and then I get emotionally connected. I get emotionally connected. You say emotionally, but it makes me, it makes my skin um, crawl when you say emotionally. <laughs> because I know, and you know, I know. Ooh. Here for one night and one night only. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's see. The weight of my heart. I would say just like showing genuine interest <laughs> through presence. It. <laughs> my Amazon yeah, like I don't know, list. like acts of acts of kite. Like, oh, I got you. Yeah, like financial. Gift. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, subscribe to my the OnlyFans. Only my heart it's is called uh, Bees Knees. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't ask for a lot. I wouldn't say, but if you wanted to get me anything, nice. My Amazon wish list is. I'm not just like yeah. I would say I would say, doing things, uh, yeah, showing showing interest, just like genuine interest, like asking asking engaging questions and and things like that. So, yeah. I'll put a link to my Amazon wish list though, just in case. Um, <laughs> watch, I'm gonna have a bunch of shit show up. Uh, we should get a PO box mm-hmm. just so people can start sending us random gifts. Actually, hey, no, fa- anyway, hey, familiar. Um, we can talk about it off the air. Go get us a PO box. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Winsley. Fucking get with Um. Hey, Brandon, what's one thing you wish you enjoyed more? Um, <laughs> Jesus. This podcast. I'm trying to think of a answer. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> no, um, you could put it as a soundboard. My wife. Okay. <laughs> um, kidding. <laughs> uh, I, hmm. I would probably say, um, watching sports like it, it's I, I as i've gotten older I, i've gotten more into it but it seems like it's such a um universal thing especially well i guess around the world like people watch soccer and stuff around the world but i i, I just I, like I it would be easier to connect with people socially right and i i just i wish i enjoyed enjoyed that more Actually, you know, I wish I enjoyed exercise more. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> um, I guess that's kind of related to watching sports, but um, I, I need to exercise more and I wish I yeah. enjoyed it. But anyway. Fair. So when people ask like, hey, Brandon, you want to go catch the game? And you're like, oh, I didn't know that uh, Bad Gammon was on. Or Gammon. You know, like they start. <laughs> They start televising cribbage, or <laughs> is this the Scrabble oh, tournament? Yeah, bridge. I, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I just, I, I, you know, everybody, like, we had recently went through March Madness and all that, and like, I just, I feel so out of the loop, mostly because I, I don't really care that much. And oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it was like michael scott's inside joke oh i love inside jokes hope to be a part of one one day <laughs> mm. jake what's one thing you wish you socializing enjoyed and or meeting new people um i oftentimes find joy after the fact uh having met you know someone interesting and i and i envy you matt specifically because you have um a a way with people to to be able to talk to them um in a genuine way i think i can i think i can talk to people in a genuine way but i don't look forward to it um and i don't often look forward to meeting new people i i have anxiety about it for some reason and i think covid sort of further solidified my discomfort around it so because I was, I, I hermited myself, and and I found comfort in that. So, so b- breaking out of that has been a challenge. But I, I wish I could, I wish I enjoyed socializing more. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. I I know we've talked about it before, but I I kind of agree with you to a, a certain extent that like I I don't know what that is like where you. Um, almost yeah. hope for plans to get canceled or like uh but then yeah it's once totally you fine. are in it i actually it's totally I, fine. I went on a like a dad's outing <laughs> with some people that that basically anna's friend from school set up this like guy's night out with some people like her like her friend's partner and some other people and <clears throat> it took a lot of 
my energy to get out there and, and actually like like stick with the plan and it was like the night of the plan that i was like all right i'm gonna be leaving pretty soon and anna just like took a moment she's like <laughs> and this is kind of sad but she was just like in a very genuine like non-joking way she was like i'm really proud of you for not canceling <laughs> on this and i was like mm. i'm like don't think i haven't thought about it <laughs> it is i mean i know well, this so is the, the lightning Fritz. round and taking up a lot of time but like there, there is a, a weekly like younger men's meetup group um here in eugene at a a nearby bar and uh I, I know what time they meet and I, I keep like intending to go, but I was like, eh, I'm going to wash my hair that night. I'm kind of busy or, I, you know, like I keep like making excuses <laughs> and I, I feel a little gassy. I don't know. I, I should, uh, I should just commit and just go and, but what time do they meet up? Uh, one in the afternoon on Sundays. There you go. No excuses. It's not like you're going to, it's not like church is going to run late for you. <laughs> True. So Jake, I guess I, I know that I'm going to add to this. Uh, so when we got to meet up in North Carolina, did it, did you walk in and see extra people? Uh, at no, the table because you were there. Like, <clears throat> and I will say whenever it's with you guys, um, aside from splitting my time with my my family who i don't get to see very often when i'm in the pacific northwest obviously we've had some i i've canceled a few times when we've been all trying to hang out um but uh but like i i never have anxiety <clears throat> or i very rarely have anxiety for people that i'm already close with and you guys specifically like the fact that you were in town matt was made it really easy and and when you were like hey there's going to be other people here didn't phase me a bit because because i knew you were going to be there and i already like you gotcha gotta look out for those other people but who knows <laughs> what about you matt what do you what what what, what are things yeah. you wish you enjoyed more yeah hands oh, down yeah. number one is reading i str i struggle with like sitting down reading finding time like finding time and keeping and maintaining interest um that's not the I answer that i thought just... you were gonna say <laughs> oh would... what do you think i was gonna say i thought you were gonna say water no oh. actually lately um you know over the uh which will lead into the to the next um lightning round question but as i've gotten more into exercise after leaving the beer industry um my body has finally started to say like you know what you need you need some water. Um, so nice. water is water. Is, I've gotten much better about. I have trouble um, with reading too, but, but like reading has always been a it. challenge. And I just, I just found out that um, there's a condition you can have where you can read and retain the words, but you can't picture the story oh, or events that's happening. And I can't do that. I can't, I'm so focused on, yeah, I'm so focused on just reading the words and retaining the words, but I can't put like, uh, if I were to sit down and read The Great Gatsby, I couldn't put the story together in my head as I read it. I just, I cannot do it. So you're pretty much just like looking at the words rather than like absorbing them. Correct. So. Does that happen? Yeah. Is that um, even with things that you're really interested in? If there's... I mean, I have two books about prints that I haven't even gotten through a quarter of one, and I've had the books for like five years. 
<laughs> so, Matt, do you have hmm. trouble reading? Like it's, just it's reading challenge. the words? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I used to. As a, I mean, as a kid, um, I did have to go to like the learning center when I was when I was younger for yeah putting words together. And there's still words that I'll trip up on. Right. But what about like it's just because um, you don't spend enough time uh, doing it? No, I I think I'm diagnosed dyslexia, so I I Dude, well, I'm sure that but like I have I have trouble reading and staying motivated to reading is tough. One one aspect. Well, I mean, yeah. So one aspect that, um, in in looking into it, is there could be like a certain amount of mm. undiagnosed ADHD that is just the attention span is not there. It's not interesting, um, which feeds into the you know I can't even put a story together in my head about this stuff. Do you um, does reading like short? form things like uh, news articles or magazine articles um can you do that or does that yeah yeah i can do that can do books with my kids things like that but Mm -hmm. um you know the the heftier stuff the adult stuff um erotic fiction adult stuff there's usually pictures with that so (laughs) karma sutra i've read like 10 times Um, have you have you tried reading like a, a graphic novel i have but the um it, that sort of art is not interesting to me mm, interesting i'm not into graphic novels so yeah anyway that's what i wish i was into more if any listener has any suggestions willing to hear them out um but as we age um you know taste change interest change so Final question. Hey, Jake, fresh or fried um, foods? I'm pretty sure it's fresh food. Although I find oftentimes <clears throat> I go to, like when I go out to eat, we, we don't go out a ton, I guess. Um, but when I go out to eat, I oftentimes will order the, um, I guess more the, the more exciting option or the more like, Ooh, you're out at a restaurant. Get the get the thing that's, you know, that you wouldn't make at home, sort of thing. And oftentimes that would be a fried thing, <clears throat> and I and I almost always regret it. <laughs> like I like after eating yeah. it, like sure it tastes fine. <laughs> I mean it tastes good, whatever. But like afterwards, I always feel and and this is the case. Uh, like I feel like when I was younger too. Um, so I oftentimes will order the fried thing or the sort of more decadent thing. And I, and, and I always feel better if I have the fresh thing. Yeah. Mm. I'm getting that way with, um, spicy things. Like I'll enjoy it. I, they used to never affect me. And now I'll wake up in the morning and be like, Oh, <laughs> I I've gotten that way too. I've gotten more sensitive to, to spicy things. Uh, my spice, uh, yeah. my spice tolerance has increased. So what about, what about, surprisingly yeah my tolerance is still good oh i see it's just see. the effects are now interesting i'll have to prevalent oh i feel like my tolerance there was a time in down. my 20s where my <laughs> spice tolerance went down but then it went back up i really like spicy things now so brandon fresh or fried um i agree with a lot of what uh jake said especially with with in, in regards to going out um because i i do feel like 
Mm. Like French fries in particular are something that are really difficult to mm-hmm. get right at home. And that that that's something that I think fries are something that you can only get. You almost only have to go out to get. That's not something you can really replicate very easily or that well at home. Even like shitty diner fries are better than anything you're yeah. going to make at home. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I'm going to go with my clogged heart <laughs> and say <laughs> fried food. You say, um, you saying going out for fries reminded uh, me of McMinimins and how <laughs> often we'd go and get like a basket of fries and a beer. <clears throat> how many pounds of like in our lifetime of fries and or tater tots from McMinimins do you think we've consumed? I'm 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 thinking substantial also. Substantial. But that's not one of the questions. So feel free to ignore. Yeah. Matt, what what about what about you? Fresh or fried? You, you sort of <laughs> talked about it a little bit. Uh yeah. Grown into more fresh than fried, but still definitely uh have a have a weak spot for fried things. Especially uh, so we have an air fryer at home, which I feel like most homes in America do these days. Um, so I, uh, I'm going to put in quotes, it gives you a healthier option, which is not necessarily always true. <laughs> uh, you know, mozzarella cheese stick, a mozzarella <laughs> cheese stick is just not what, in grease. An air fryer is like a, is like a, <laughs> so, a, a, um, a countertop like confection oven, oven, right? Right. Ish. Yeah. They're, right. I mean, they're great. They, they're fantastic. I mean, like a, a strawberry isn't going to compare to like a corn dog. Like it's, uh, I don't know. It's, <laughs> I, yeah, I think I think that sliver of people that would argue is very small, and they like are plant based exclusive. Mm-hmm. I don't know many people that'd be like, no, no, no. I'm gonna pass up anything that I'm gonna walk by at the fair for you know a handful of blueberries. <laughs> Nothing really slaps like some blueberries. <laughs> Yeah, it's like yeah, but you ever had a f- fucking funnel cake? Of course not. I mean, I I do feel like fried food. Yeah. It's it's more of a treat thing, and um, it is. Uh, I mean, you know, you can kind of replicate the flavor of stuff with an air fryer, but it's not the same as yeah. being fried in oil. Yeah. Anyway, all right, that does it. That does it for our lightning round. Ooh. And thank you all for listening. Special thanks to Jenny and Jeff for this week's questions. Send your advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials. Uh, oh, or I changed this up. Sorry. Or hit us up on our socials found in the episode description. Don't forget to rate, review, share, like, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. We'll see you back here next Wednesday for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. Bye-bye.